First of all, I'd like to express my my thanks to being invited and being given the COVID to come to speak at this very, very hush of a gathering. I don't think it's enough if I would say that I'm really not the appropriate person to be here tonight. I'm at Roydaka. And also, I'm really not worried that I might not really be able to say what should be said tonight. The Pasuk says in the end of Malachi, it's the last Nevoah that HaKadosh Baruch who spoke to the Jewish people through Nevoah. The Pasuk says that when a time will come before Mashiach comes and Chazko Alay Devrechem there will be people who will say harsh things against Hashem. And Yerei Shemayim will get together and they will talk between themselves. Hashem Hashem will listen very intensively. The fun of it doesn't say what they will say. It doesn't matter what they say. Just the fact that they get together and discuss Divrei Chizuk. So really it doesn't matter what will be said tonight. Just to get together and to say the Rechizek is Vayakshiv Hashem V'yishma HaKadosh Baruch HaDashkin HaKadosh is participating with us tonight Brother Hashem. The subject to be discussed tonight is Shabbos Kodesh. And we heard from the previous speaker Rabbi again Shlita Beautiful ideas, beautiful thoughts about Shabbos and how to keep Shabbos and the importance of Shabbos. Now, one of the problems of keeping Shabbos is we don't understand Shabbos. Even though Shabbos is probably the most famous of mitzvahs, the first thing which you should do someone who wants to be in this kind of Yiddishkeit is Shabbos. When you call someone an uh, observant Jew, you say he's a shame of Shabbos. The biggest insult is Machal Shabbos. But as Mr. Sashami says, sometimes which is most, what is most famous is least understood. And the Mai say, when we have contact with the outside world, outside of the B'nai Torah, outside of religious Jews, and sometimes we ask questions about Shabbos. To pick up a phone, and to say hello to mommy is also Chil Shabbos? It's a good question. And to make a glass of tea is Chil Shabbos? Someone came home Friday afternoon. He had a flat tire. Didn't have time to prepare for Shabbos. So to make a glass of tea is Chil Shabbos? One fellow told me, he says, I'm a Chil Shabbat. You're being a Chil Shabbos. So I got Chashmau. He came up with a switch on Shabbos. Sit in the dark. And to stay in a gas station two miles away from home because you didn't make it and you have a couple of crackers is, and to pick up a phone and say tell your wife that you're, that you're living is also Chil Shabbos? It's a good question. Now, these questions don't bother us. Chazal tell us, very famous Chazal tell us 
that Shabbos has a taste. When Antoninus came to Rebbe and he gave him food and he found it so delicious and he was told there was a tavern, there's a special spice called Shabbos. Which means that Shabbos is something which really can't be described. I don't think the, the, the most wonderful orator, most wonderful speaker, won't be able to describe the taste of chocolate ice cream. It's something which you have to put your teeth into. We, we keep Shabbos. We have a feeling for Shabbos. These questions don't bother us. But as you do, a kind whiskey used to say, as a felton has bought a felton have on it. If you can't explain it, you don't understand it. And sometimes it's helpful to understand. The picture of Shabbos. How do they say, the biggest Shabbos is a, a, a prison. You can't pick up the phone. You can't take a little ride. To take a little relaxing drive outside. What's the hell Shabbos? One fellow told me, me about the Knesset, the Knesset, the You go from the home to the shul, from the shul to the home. That's Shabbos. What's so beautiful about that? And then the Chumrah of Shabbos. A few weeks ago, I happened to be in Manhattan. A fellow, uh, a relative of the family. I had, I was uh, wealthy, and I was in his office. And after we finished, we had to discuss something. So I saw he's preparing an attack. Another religious fellow in the book. I said, I want to ask you something. I saw that now he's, gonna, he's just going to flatten me out. He said, is it true that it says in the Torah that there was a fellow who gathered a few sticks on Shabbos and they took him out and they stoned him? So I said, yes. He says, why? Did he kill anybody? It's a good question. The delicacy of Shabbos. How much does a person have to do to chas v'shom b'chayim misan Shabbos? A chuta sayri, you walk out of the house with a handkerchief in your pocket. Chayim misan, death penalty. If you burn a sefer Torah, Rachmon al-Islam, you're not chayim misan. If you burn a sefer Torah, there's no death penalty. If you steal, if you eat chazer, you destroy your shul, there's no death penalty. And if you take a little fly out of the milk, or if you light a match, death penalty. Why? And wherever you turn on Shabbos, wherever you turn, if you're sitting at a table eating fish, or if you're going to a, in, into your room, if you're out in the street, wherever you turn, that's the most trifle move which is Chil Shabbos is death penalty Chayev Misa the Chumrah of Shabbos now I try to try to explain start off by explaining this point we find by both side one more place in the Torah where you find this Chumrah that the most trifle wrong move is death penalty. We find that when we learn Kachim, we learn Masech Tzvachim, and we learn about the Beis Hamikdash. In the time of the Beis Hamikdash, for the most trifle thing, the most trifle mistake, there was Chayiv Misa. For instance, Azar 
someone who's not a Kayan walking to the base of Mikdash did the Avaidah, Chayav Misa. A Kayan did the Avaidah in the base of Mikdash without Big Day Kahuna, without the special, beautiful Begadim clothes, Chayav Misa. And the Gemara says, Murushalim, if his clothes, the Big Day Kahuna, were a drop too long or a drop too short, it's possible, Chayav Misa. That's what the Gemara says if it was a chatzitza, which means not only if there was a little bit of sand between the clothes and his flesh. The Gemara says, Avir chatzitz. Could you imagine? If there was some vacuum, some air, the clothes didn't fit him exactly. Chayav misa. It's possible? That's him. If he went to the base of Migdash, Tommy, if he ate pig or nicer, any. If someone walks into the Hechel to see the Menorah, the beautiful Menorah, wouldn't you love to see the Menorah? To walk into the Beis Hamikdash, into the bias just to see the beautiful Menorah, the Shulchan, Chayav Misa, it's called Bire Konis. You have no permission to walk into the Beis Hamikdash, take a walk, only to do Avoidah, only in service of Hashem. And if you did it the wrong thing, Chayav Misa. Not to talk about the Kodesh Kadashim. The Kodesh Kadosh and Chazal tell us the Kayan Gadol went once a year with a rope tied around his waist. <coughs> because probably he'll say that they have to pull him out. The most, the, a wrong machshavit in the Kodesh Kadosh and Chayav Misa. We find one more place, Shabbos and Beis Hamikdash, that the most trifle wrongdoing, the smallest stiyah is death penalty. And I'll tell you why I explained it to this gentleman. I told him like this. I say, if someone, for instance, has, a, let's say he has on his hand, or on his foot, he has a pizza, and it's serious, he goes to a doctor, he says, operation. Alright, operation. He goes in for an operation. And when you go for an operation, you're supposed to take a, a good doctor. What happens if this doc- doctor makes a mistake? And his knife strays a centimeter. It's not fatal. Well, it's no good. A doctor is supposed to be precise. But it's not fatal. A doctor who is making open heart surgery and he strays a millimeter or a hundredth of a millimeter, it's fatal. Today, no doctor will operate in the brain only on the microscope. Today, all brain operations are microscopic. Because if you are in the brain, if you're in the heart, everything is so delicate and so precise and must be so exact that the smallest stray, a hundredth, a thousandth of a millimeter, is fatal. The patient won't get up a The Beis HaMikdosh was the heart of all the world. The Gemara says, Lo this is the center all of the world was created from there. And Rashi says in Shir Hashirim, it says, Natatili eats Koperi. Shlomah planted in Yerushalayim every fruit in the world. So Rashi says on the spot, how could he plant every fruit in the world? There are some fruits that don't grow in it in Israel. So Rashi says that Yerushalayim is the center of the world. And the veins of the earth go out from Yerushalayim to all the world. And Shlomah HaMelech knew how to get the vein that goes to Africa and he planted coconuts. The veins that go to India and he planted what he... That's the heart. The heart is the center. All the veins go from there. 
Yerushalayim, the Besamikdash, which is the heart and the brain of the creation. So you tell the Kayin, when you are in Lefnayu Lefnim, when you're operating inside, everything must be so precise and so exact. The slightest stray is fatal. And that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos Kodesh is the heart, is the Me'en Habrochos, the Mayan, the fountain, that all Brocha goes out. Chazal tell us the first three days get their, their, their Shefa, everything they have, they get from the previous Shabbos. The next three days get from the next Shabbos. Shabbos is the heart from where every beauty, every Brocha, everything, every Kedusha, every Parnasa, comes from the fountain of Shabbos. Shabbos is the heart of Yiddishkeit, the heart of the world. And therefore, Shabbos is so precise and so delicate that the smallest mistake, the smallest stray, is fatal. <coughs> now, really, Rabbi Sai, the, um, the explanation that Shabbos and Beis Hamikdash is the heart of the world is really an opposite explanation. <coughs> The true explanation is the exact opposite. Why is the heart of the human being so delicate? Why is the brain of the human being so delicate? Because the heart is the mokrim hashroyes hashchina of the person. Tzur levavi zuhakadosh And the Rambam says that the meeting place of the person Hashem is is in his mind. The delicacy of the heart and of the brain is because that's where the shroyes hashchina is. And that's what Shabbos is. Beis Hamikdash is where Hakadosh Baruch Hu is. Shabbos is Beis Hamikdash. And this is going to be Beis Hashem, the theme of the discussion tonight, of my discussion tonight, to show you that every beauty and every halacha of Beis Hamikdash you'll find in Shabbos, because Shabbos is a Beis Hamikdash. What is Beis Hamikdash? Beis Hamikdash is a mokim hashroyes hashchina, is a bias, the house of Hashem. Shabbos, ufreisaleinu, sukkah shleimech. Shabbos is a sukkah, an engulfment of Kedusha. Shabbos is a Beis Hamikdash. That's what Shabbos is. The Gemara says, Tishabov shecholios be Shabbos. When Tishabov falls on Shabbos, oichlin bosor, vishoisim yain, umala al shulchanoi, now this is not the discussion of this evening. But Rabbi said we must realize that Tisha B'Av is one day of the year that Jewish people live in light and in the truth. It's the day when we see the truth, what our real position is. Without the Beis Hamikdash we have no life. And one day in the year we realize that we are actually on the floor, rolling in, in dust, and availing. That's the truth of our position. And then Shabbos comes. So we say, all right, let's take a look. We'll take a walk to the castle, and the destruction is there. Where's the Beis Hamikdash? Shabbos is Beis Hamikdash. On Tisha B'Av, we have no Beis HaMikdash. Tisha B'Av is Beis Shabbos, here's the Beis HaMikdash. Shabbos Kodesh is Beis HaMikdash. 
beauty of Beis Amigdash. The first most beautiful thing about Beis Amigdash was, we said, Nagorosh of Pesach, Lechapra kol chatuseinu. Lo manikra shmoy levonoin. Shoyim labein avoneseim she Yisrael. When the Beis Amigdash was standing, Am Yisrael was cleansed. Tomit shel shachar, Mechapra laveres halayla. Tomit shel ben abayim, Mechapra laveres hayoyim. And Shabbos, the Gemara says when a Jew comes home and he takes the, the cup of wine in his hand and he says, Vayichulu hashamayim bihaoretz v'chol tzvo'am Boyim shnei malachi hashores V'samim yodeihem al-roishoy And maybe there's some people in this audience who feel it. V'oyemenim loy v'sor avoynecho v'chatoscho t'chub Shabbos is Beis HaMikdash. Shabbos Kodesh is Beis HaMikdash. Where do we learn Malachas Shabbos? The Lama Tess Malachas of Shabbos, where do we learn from? From Beis HaMikdash. The Gemara says, Hach Tahavad Mishkan Chashivi, the Malachar, which was Chashiv in the Beis HaMikdash, that's the Malachar that creates Shabbos. They created the Mishkan with 39 Malachas, Shabbos, the creation of Shabbos is 39 Malachas. In Beis HaMikdash, there was a mitzvah of Moira Mikdash, the fear of Mikdash. This Mikdash Tiro. A very wonderful mitzvah, which is Negev Bezman Hazer. We go to the Kaisal Maravi. There's a mitzvah of Moira Migdash. We go to Shul, there's a mitzvah of Moira Migdash. On a Shabbos, there was the Moira of Shabbos. The Gemara says, if you walk into Amaretz's house, and you ask him, is this Maiser? He says, yes, don't believe him. And Amaretz says, Choshed ala Maiseris. But on Shabbos, Amos Shabbos on The fear of Shabbos is on him. And Amaretz, he'll give you to eat Tevel. But not on Shabbos. He won't say a lie in Shabbos. The fear of Shabbos. Shabbos is based on Mikdash. <coughs> in the Beis Hamikdash, Rabbi Sai, there was Big Day Kahuna. The special, beautiful Begodim. The Osu Big Day Shores. The Osu Big Day Kodesh. The Kovid of the Sephoris. We have Big Day Shabbos. In the Beis Hamikdash, there was a Menorah. We have a Menorah of Shabbos. In the Beis Hamikdash, there was a Shulchan. We have a Shulchan of Shabbos. In the Beis Hamikdash, there was a mitzvah of rechitzes yadayim v'raglayim. You cannot walk into the Beis Hamikdash unless you washed yourself in the kiyur. There's a mitzvah on Erev Shabbos. Chayev Adam leyochetz pon of yod v'raglov. Erev Shabbos. Let me talk a few minutes, Rabbi Sai, about the shulchan of Shabbos, the table of Shabbos. In the Beis Hamikdash. There was a halacha, and I'll elaborate on this halacha just one moment, and I'll explain it as easy as I can. The Gemara says, Hamakadesh bechelkul, which means as follows. We know that a chasen under the chuppah has to give the kala a ring. It doesn't have to be a ring. It could be any piece of property, but it has to be a piece of property that belongs to him. So if the chasen forgot to buy the ring, and the chassan's mother says, well, take my ring. So you have to make sure that you give it to him as an absolute present. It becomes his property. So the Gemara says, if a coin or a Yisrael gets in the Beis HaMikdash a piece of Basar Kodesh, a piece of holy meat which is eaten from the Karbonus, wouldn't you love to have that as, wouldn't any kala and the most beautiful diamond for a piece of Kodesh, a piece of Hashem's Baruch's meat? From Hashem's Baruch's table. So the Gemara says, if the chasen is Makadish, 
the color with this piece of meat ain't no Mekudoshes. She's not Mekudoshes. Why? Because it's not his property. Mishuchon Gavoya Kozuchon. This meat that he eats, it's not his property. He's eating on Hashem's table. Which means as follows. If I walk into your house, for instance, and you say, oh, such a wonderful guest, sit down, you bring me a portion, it's a quarter of a chicken and some potatoes and some rice. And I say, you know, we talk a little bit, I take a little plastic bag out of my pocket, I put the quarter of chicken in my pocket, I say, I'm going home. She so say, no, excuse me, I didn't, I didn't give this to you, I want you to eat it in my house. So I say, excuse me, you became mine. So there's a problem in halacha. Whose is this? Is it mine? Would you just say, no, you're eating, my, you're eating at my table. It's a shayla, let's not go into the shayla. On the base of Mignitch is no shayla. The piece of meat that you ate was Hashem's. It's not your property. If you wanted Makadish and Isha, you can't be Makadish. This piece of meat is Hashem's table. That was something very special about the Achilles Koch and Beis Amigdash. On Shabbos Kodesh, we sit down, we eat fish, we eat chicken, we eat meat, all the wonderful things. Whose Suda is this? First of all, who paid for it? The Gemara says, it's not on your husband. The Gemara says, Love Vani Make yourself a, a little card in the Makolit, a little card in the, in the, in the meat shop, and you land, it's on my husband. Shem is says, I pay. We eat in Hashem's table. Shabbos Kodesh, and it says in this mirror, and it's interesting, I once asked someone, we say in this mirror, Do he suda sodatiko kadisha. This is the suda of Hashem. So I said, what, what did you just now say? She says, I just now said that we invite Hashem to our Suda. So I say, no, that's not what you said. This is Hashem's Suda. You're invited to Hashem's table. Not Hashem is invited to your table. This is the base of Migdosh. You know what I say? I have Baruch Hashem a family. I try to keep a nice Shabbos table. Do you know when I act the most, the nicest on Shabbos? When I'm a guest. When, when I'm, I'm at home, you know, sometimes ankle is, is, is what you call is on my nerves and I get angry. And sometimes I have a cheshit to sing Shabbos mirrors. When I'm a guest in someone's house, the Balabaya says, sing, I sing. He says, say, divitera, I say, divitera. You have to be, you have to be nice. <laughs> On Shabbos, we are guests. This is not our home. This is a base Migdosh. We wear big day kuhuna. We washed our hands and feet from the, from the kiyar. This is Baram Migdosh. HaKadosh Baruch who bought the Suda, he paid for it. It's his Suda. It's a Beis HaMikdash, we are guests. That's what Shabbos Kodesh is. Shabbos Kodesh is a Beis HaMikdash. And the boys say, every beauty, every halacha, you'll find the Beis HaMikdash, you'll find in Shabbos. In the Beis HaMikdash, there was Mizbeach HaKtoides. In the middle, between the, or, between, excuse me, between the Shulchan and the Menorah, there was a golden Mizbeach. And on this Mizbeach, they made Kteris. Every morning and every evening, they took 11 most wonderful spices and they spilled them on coals and went a beautiful, beautiful aroma, beautiful smell. And the Gemara says, When the Besamekdash was standing, there was never a kala, never used, even a kala, even a bride, never used perfume in Yerushalayim. Yushalayim was engulfed with such a beautiful, beautiful smell that it was, it, it was to, 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 to spill perfume is like opening up a match in the middle of the day. 
Where is the beautiful aroma of Shabbos Kodesh? So if you'll tell me it's the chant, maybe. But you know what I think? I think a beautiful smell is a beautiful atmosphere. The Gemara says, Ner Hanukkah If you have one dollar and you could afford either to buy a bottle of wine or to buy candles for Hanukkah, Ner Hanukkah is Kodesh. It's more important than Kiddush. Do you know why? Parsuminisa, the wonderful expression of the Ness of Hanukkah. But Ner Hanukkah and Ner Shabbos, Ner Shabbos Kodesh because of Shalom Bayis. There's a special halacha of Shalom Bayis that the home should be full with a wonderful atmosphere. And the Talmud Vayra says that even on times when you are chayiv, when you are obligated to get anger in your home, to teach your children, and to show anger, not on Shabbos. Shabbos, only shalim, only manucha, only a wonderful atmosphere. And do you know what it says in the Torah? It's very interesting. It's brought down the Zerah Kodesh. Don't kindle a fire on Shabbos. Shabbos, don't get angry. Don't scream at the children on Shabbos. Shabbos, even a fire, a kosher fire, not on Shabbos. Shabbos is a time when it's supposed to be shown by us. By us, well, you know, all week round, we're not home, the husbands aren't home. When we come back on Shabbos, you know, we finish our bochish bonus. That's time to get, to get even. That's not what Shabbos is made for. That's not what Shabbos is made for. On Shabbos, it's supposed to be a most beautiful atmosphere. We were speaking on both sides about the delicate, about how, how delicate Shabbos is. I want to tell you a little, a little episode that happened to me. I was, walk, I was standing in Bnei Brak with a Rebbe of mine, very hush of a mensch. And I was standing near a fence, and there was a little gate, and I was talking to him. I was opening the gate and closing the gate and opening the gate. You know, you know my hand was idling like we do on Shabbos, and we do always. And he says, what are you doing? So I say, nothing. So he says, yeah, but what are you doing? So I say, nothing. <laughs> he says, again, but what are you doing? So I say, nothing. So he says, what do you mean doing nothing? He says, to me, this couldn't happen. He says, that my hands should work on Shabbos. Should, be, should touch anything on Shabbos without, I know exactly, my hands are, it's impossible. You know why? I had an old grandfather, a Kotzka Chosid, a Choshev I heard a lot of story about this, about this person's grandfather. Erev Shabbos, 12 o'clock, his hands started trembling. You could see him, his hands were trembling. By the time the night came, Mamish's hands were, 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 were trembling. When we, he said, the grandchildren used to walk into the house, he wouldn't look at us. He'd look at our hands. Who's in the hand? Where are your hands? He embedded into us that you cannot pick up your hands in Shabbos without knowing what you're doing. And when you learn Hilchas Shabbos, you, you, you start feeling it. You start learning Hilchas Muxer. Today we look for something when it's dark. You know, we go to the closet. We put our hands in. Oh, I touched the Muxer. Put our hands in. Well, your hands aren't supposed to go like Hatchila where you don't see on Shabbos. Shabbos... I want to tell you a little story which I had, I think, could add appreciation to this. It's brought down to Seder Hadiris. And everyone knows the story, it's Marcus Lim wrote up called Bustanai. But he elaborated on the story, but I looked it up in the Seder Hadiris. The story goes as follows. 
Bustanite was almost 1,500 years ago, was the Reish Galusev, and he was the last descendant of Dovr HaMelech. And he writes in the Seder HaDoris that the armory, the emblem of the armory of the house of Dovr HaMelech was a mosquito. Why? Because one time, Bustanite, he was a 16-year-old boy, and he was standing in front of the Persian king, and he was talking to the king, and a mosquito came into the room and started buzzing around. It went to the king, it went to someone else, it went to someone else, and it flew around. Everyone picked up his hand, showed it away. It came to the boy, it landed on his forehead, and he didn't pick up his hands. It gave him a sting. Everyone saw how his forehead, you know, swelled up a little bit. And the king says, why don't you show it away? And he answered, <coughs> we were taught in our family, in the presence of a king, we don't pick up a hand or a foot without permission. Shabbos Kodesh, we're in the presence of a king. Shabbos is based on English. We don't pick up a hand without knowing why we picked up our hand. I want to tell you another story. <coughs> in the time of the Bishol Lake Diskin, I think everyone heard of Bishol Lake Diskin. I, my, 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 my mouth is, is, is poor to express any kind of harakat of Lake Diskin. The time of Bishol Leib Diskin, when he was a rabbi, before he came to Yerushalayim, he was a rabbi, I think he was in Slutsk. The Bishol Leib, so the Kaiser, the Tsar, the, the, the Emperor of Russia, came to visit the town. The Russia call, Russia call means like the president of the town, who was not such a learned person, but he was a rich man and a very honest man. And they made him Russia call, and he was so excited that the, the, the Tsar is going to come, I'm going to show him around. And the Bishol Leib, so he's a little too excited. So the Bishol Leib tells him, I would suggest that you don't you don't be there when when the, when, when the king comes. Say what? He was very insulted. Are you kidding? How? I mean, this is the most this is the greatest day of my life. I, I, I have to be there. All right. Didn't say anything. And the kaiser came. The tsar came. And this Rashakol was the first one to show him around. And he showed him around. They had a hospital in the town. And he was showing you the hospital. And the and the tsar says, you know, I think that these windows shouldn't have been built in such a fashion. Should look different. She so says, no, your honor, your, your majesty. We thought about this, but we decided that this is better because of this and this reason. Went further, went to a different building. I think this is not so correct. And again, he explained it. And as he wouldn't have explained it, two, two uh, policemen came, took him away, threw him into a dungeon. And it, so he says, what, what, what happened? Don't you know that it's a law of the country? That, you do, that when the Tsar says something, suggests a suggestion, you don't contradict him. You don't contradict him. If he says a suggestion, you say, I think you're right. We'll fix it up. Anyways, they made big protection. They got him out of prison. And he came to the Rav and he said, he said, he said, how did you know to tell me not to be with the king is there? So he said, look, I didn't have a Ruach HaKodesh, but I know you're a simple person. And I understood that if you're standing in the presence of the king, you're apt to make a mistake. Because in order to be able to stand the presence of a king, you have to be an extremely learned person. A small story, Rabbi Zay. Rabbi Zay, the Mishnah Brewer says in the Hagdona, he says as follows. He says, somebody who does not learn Hilchot Shabbos, you can keep all mitzvahs. Your mother can teach you, your father can teach you, you can learn it. But Shabbos, he says, if someone does not study Hilchot Shabbos, it's impossible. They should not be Mechal Shabbos. Only on Shabbos said such a harsh words. Do you know why? Because Shabbos is the presence of a king. The presence of a king is so delicate and so deep that if you not learn it, you'll make a mistake. 
And we don't know how many mistakes we make on Shabbos because we don't help with Shabbos. Because Shabbos is the base on Mikdash. On Shabbos, we are, the presence of Hashem is birth. On the base on Mikdash, there was a Kodesh Kadashim. It's hard for me to elaborate the most beautiful moments of Shabbos when the Yid is in the Kodesh Kadashim. But one of the beautiful things of Kodesh Kadashim was the Arm, the Kruvim, Ishva Isha, Sholim Benayim, Shechina Benayim, a specialty on Shabbos of Sholim, Sholim Bayas. And in the Arm, there was Torah, Every beauty, every every piece of Pesach Mikdash, you'll find in Shabbos. Now, <coughs> I'd like to conclude with with, with uh, I don't know how to say it, a suggestion or a question, but there's something that bothers us Rabbi Saint Shabbos. I don't know the audience sitting here, but it's something which I came across very often. The Chosh and Rav who spoke previous to my, to my, to me, mentioned Bali Tshuva. Today we Baruch Hashem, we live in a generation when there are so many wonderful, wonderful G'dayli Israel who came never from way, way far away. And I want to tell you, Rabbi Sai, I came across many people who were Bali Tshuva, they used to be Mechali Shabbos and they used to be completely unreligious. And they came and some know how to word it and some don't know how to word it. And I'll tell you how one person, Mamish, found the correct words to tell me. He says, I want to ask you something, he says. There's a shtar. There, you know, how do you say shtar? There's a deed which I, which I wasn't paid. When I was becoming from, they told me about the beautiful enjoyment about, the, about how beautiful it is to be a yid. And especially they told me about the beauty of Shabbos. How wonderful the Shabbos table is. And what a wonderful experience Shabbos is. And Shabbos and Shabbos. And I was waiting for the Shabbos. And he says, I'll tell you the truth. I don't enjoy Shabbos. It's a long day. It's a long day. In the winter, Melech. Melech. You go to sleep at that time. You go to sleep at 8 o'clock. You get up at 8 o'clock the next morning. Oh, you slept 12 hours. Mishki Ferlach. Then you eat chong. My wife's chong. says I can sleep another three, four hours afterwards. Baruch Hashem. I give the chanetzi. The day goes by. But in the summer, I got five extra hours. <laughs> this, is, this is a tragedy. So what do you do? You fight with your wife. Excuse me for the expression. What do you do? <laughs> so what do people do? You understand they make oinik Shabbos and they take a good book. Whether it's, whether it's a... But where's the beauty of Shabbos? And he says, I want... He says, Baruch Hashem, I'm a yid. He says, I'm a yid. I'm a harata. But to taste Shabbos... And the Gemara says Shabbos has a taste. And I started telling a little bit what I discussed tonight. Shabbos is a base amigdash. There's big day kohun and there's a big day, there's a misbeach akhtaris and there's a shulchan and there's a menorah and there's the kapara savinus and there's the rechitz yudan v'raglayim and there's the oran kodesh and there's the menorah of Shabbos and there's the beauty of Shabbos. She so says, yeah, I want to feel it. And I started thinking to myself, why don't we feel Shabbos? Now, I want to make a suggestion, maybe why we don't feel Shabbos. There's something very interesting and very special that we find in Shabbos. We don't find any other mitzvah. Shabbos is the only mitzvah in the Torah, which is referred to by Chazal, by Torah, as a personality. For instance, did you ever see a mezuzah 
They never say mezuzah coming, mezuzah going, saying hello to mezuzah, saying goodbye to mezuzah, mezuzah talking. Mezuzah doesn't talk, mezuzah is a mitzvah. Not mezuzah, not yontif, and not Shabbos, not, 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 not licht. Shabbos, Shabbos comes, we say hello to Shabbos, and we say goodbye to Shabbos, and Shabbos comes, and Shabbos goes. And, and the Rav previously said, the Gemara says, On my Shabbos, if not called Shabbos was complaining, and Shabbos is insulting, Shabbos is... Only Shabbos is a personality. No mitzvah in the Torah will you find as someone who talks, how comes and goes, a kala, we bow down to Shabbos, boy yichala. Did you ever bow down to mezuzah? Did you ever bow down to Yom Kippur? Did you ever bow down to Rosh Hashanah, to Shofar, to, to the Sukkah? Shabbos, we bow down to the Shabbos. Come Shabbos. Shabbos, go Shabbos. We miss you Shabbos. We want you to come again. There was once Matzai Shabbos. There was once a Chassidah Shadabah. One of my great-grandfathers who used to give his wife every Matzai Shabbos, used to give her the, the few, the few rubles to make, you know, to buy bread and drive what, what she did all week. And one Matzai Shabbos, he came to ask for Pernos. He didn't have it. And half an hour later, he walks by and he sees she's crying. He walks over to her and says, don't cry. Shabbos will come again in another seven days. Then the curtain that she's crying because she doesn't have Pernos, don't cry. Shabbos will come again. We say goodbye to Shabbos. We malava Shabbos. Why Shabbos of all mitzvahs is referred to as a personality? But the answer I both say, and it's very hard to express what the, what the, the deepness of the answer. But the reason is because Shabbos is based on Mikdash. Shabbos is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Shabbos Kodesh means Hashem is Baruch comes to us. Hashem is Baruch is a personality. Hashem comes to our house. Our house turns to Beis Mikdash, And we appreciate Hashem's coming. And when Hashem goes, we malava Hashem is Baruch. When Hashem is there, let me ask you what I said. To say Shalom Aleichem is also Chilu Shabbos? I didn't answer the questions I started with. You know what the answer is? The answer is, if you would be speaking to a king, well, today a king doesn't mean anything to us. If you're speaking to a president, you're speaking to a president, and all of a sudden a friend comes in, Hi! What's that? You're talking to someone important. On Shabbos Kodesh, we're the presence of Hashem. Bekoishi! There's a safer. There's a Minchas Yehuda. He tells an interesting story. He said there was once a guy who visited Beis Hamikdash. He visited Beis Hamikdash and he was told about the beauties of Beis Hamikdash and he writes everything. It's, 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 written, it's written up in Sefer Minchas Yehuda or in the Bank of Emunah, I think. And one of the things he says, I was told that there are thousands of Kayanim doing the Avodim with such Zerizos. And when I walked, I was going to the Shah, I was going to the gates, I was sure that I'd hear a turmoil, thousands of people running around doing Avodim. And I heard such silence that I was disappointed, I thought it was a strike. And I walked in, and I saw thousands of Kayanim doing the Avodim, running back and forth with an absolute silence, with a deafening shtikah. Because in the presence of a king, you don't raise your voice. And on Shabbos Kodesh, we heard before Chazal tell us that B'shem and Yechoyah, her old mother, and she was talking, and she says, Ima Shabbos Hayyam, Bishoska, in the presence of Hashem Yisbarach. side, I'll tell you,
First of all, I would like you to excuse me for my English. But I hope you'll get the message. I am happy that we all hear the last 10 years, more than 10 years, the Chuva movement in Israel and the world. And I always wondered why the Chuva movement does not touch the religious Jews too. Maybe it's too late. But you should know that the Chuva, more, I found out in my experience, big experience, that but by the Torah to bring them back to Yiddishkeit, it's much harder. It's much easier by the people who are far away. And it's good, should be this, I give my blessings and hope to the people who organize this, that should be only beginning for many things that need chizuk at our homes, our neighborhoods, our communities. A lot of chizuk. We all, we all keep Shabbos. We think so. And that's the worst part of it. We all keep Shabbos and we all neglect Shabbos very badly. Mezalzel and Shabbos very much. I'll bring you later a few examples how the Torah, not only Choshev Balabati, Mezalzel and Shabbos and sometimes, very often, they Mechal and Shabbos Mamesh. Sometimes you have to scream Shabbos, not in Kish Ramot, at our homes. Very often. At Sorotsky, at Sanadia Mulchevet, Matterstorf, you have to scream Shabbos. I'm not exaggerating. The reason we all mezalzel, we neglect Shabbos, it's simple, I think. The reason is simple. There is a pasuk in Yechezkel that says, when Be'ezrat Hashem very soon, the third temple, the Bes Amikdash HaShlishi, when it's going to be built. So the pasuk say, a mitzvah going to be to Oler Galim, the people come to Bes Amikdash three times a year, a very strange commandment, a mitzvah. It's going to be four gates. And there is a mitzvah, that somebody doesn't keep it, Chayav Misa. Whoever walks into Besamikdash, the third one, through the east gate, is not allowed to go out through the same gate. Haba Beshar Tzafon, Yetze Beshar Darom. Haba Beshar Mizrach, Yetze Beshar Maharab. Nichho Yetze. He cannot walk the same day at the same gate. It's a posuk in Yechezkel. The Hasid Yavetz wonder which kind of a mitzvah is it? Why a person cannot walk out? He's near this door. He has to go all, cross all the old city to go back from the, that door with his wife and children. And God emphasizing, Hashem is emphasizing this mitzvah. I'm going to build you the Samikdash. Third one. We're waiting for it 2,000 years. And Hashem says, be careful. If somebody walks in this door, no more. Another door. 
straight ahead. One way. What's the reason? The Hasid Yabet says the reason is since the person that day maybe he did not see the Besamikdash, the temple for 20 years, 30 years. But this morning he saw that wall. He saw it. He's going to see it the same day again. Yashve Kirosa Migdash Le Kiros Beiso. He's going to think that Besamikdash, the walls, the western wall, it's exactly like his fence in his yard, in his house, in his apartment. He's going to lose feelings, the right feelings, the holy feelings for Besamikdash. Ribbono Shaloylam. He saw it once in 20 years. So he saw it this morning. He was not standing near the wall all day. He was walking around. So after 12 hours, he wants to go back. He needs that door. You cannot. Why? You saw it once. You're going to see the temple, the holiest place at the holiday. So excited. Twice. You're going to lose the right feeling to it. Until Yashve Besamikdash Lekirot Beto is going to compare the western wall, the Besamikdash, to his walls and his kitchen. I say the real reason why we all neglect Shabbos, we all, is because we have so many Shabbos every year. Shabbat, 50, 55. We get used to it. We neglect it. We neglect it very much. We got used to it. Hashem gave us a gift. Hashem calls it a gift. When Hashem gave us Shabbos, he wants to surprise us with Shabbos. A big surprise. For us, it's not a surprise anymore. If somebody would come knock your door, you know, tomorrow's Shabbos. So what? You're going to answer. So what? It's not a surprise anymore. If you prepare yourself for Shabbos, that's a surprise. That's going to be unusual. Hashem calls it in the Gemara. I have a tremendous treasure, gift to give to Klal Israel. Go let them know. Treasure, the biggest gift. I don't remember in the whole Talmud, ever, any commandment, any mitzvah, that Hashem told Moshe, go tell them, I have a tremendous gift to give them. Tremendous treasure. Only Shabbos. We don't feel it. Because we don't have the right preparation for it. I want to tell you another thing. The Midrash says that Shabbos is compared to Olam Abba, to Gan Eden. Not to us. We know it. We sing it sometimes. Me'ain Olam Haba. Nobody of us feels it. Oyvei, this looks Olam Haba. I hope it looks a little bit better. I hope so. But the Pesach say, Me'ain Olam Abba Yom Shabbos Nucha. It's exactly like Gan Eden. It's not only the song. He quoted it from the Gemara, from Chazal. Chazal saying, Me'ain Olam Abba, exactly like Olam Abba, like Gan Eden, Yom Shabbat, Yom Menucha. Amru Yisrael Lifnei HaKadosh Baruch Klal Yisrael, told Hashem is Borach, Ribbono Shel Olam, Im Nishmor Et HaMitzvot, it's very hard, God, 
We're going to keep all the mitzvahs, all the Torah, everything you tell us. Perfect people we're going to be. Angels. Masacharti Yalani. How? What? You're going to reward us. In what? What way? Amar Lahem. I'm going to give you tremendous Olam Tremendous Gan Eden. Ain Lora Ata Elokim Zulatecha Yaaselem Hakelom. Nobody can see it. Even the prophets, the Nabiim. Nobody can see Gan Eden Olam It's unbelievable. So much Gan Eden is that Hazar saying, Yafa Sha'ahat Shel Korat Ruach Ba'olam Abba Nikol Hayei Olam Azeh. Washa'ahat means not one hour, one minute. One minute in Gan Eden worth the value more than 70 years of enjoyment. Beautiful life. 70 years of pleasures. It's not like one second in Gan Eden. So, Klal Israel told Hashem is Borach, Ribbono Shel Olam, Har Elanu Dugmato. You order something, you want to see samples. Dear Hashem, dear God, we trust you, but we want to see some samples because it's hard to keep all the mitzvahs. I, I hope we can keep one the right way, the best way, perfect way. We want to see Gan Eden for a few minutes. We want to feel Gan Eden. Show us samples from Gan Eden. That's Gan Eden? You work so hard the whole week, you're ready, you're dying to sleep all Shabbos. That's Gan Eden? That's old age home. Not Gan Eden? You're so tired, so exhausted, you die to sleep. Gan Eden? God forbid, if this is Gan Eden, God forbid. I hope not. What this has to do to Gan Eden, Rabbi Isai? Sleeping? If Hashem is born, if our sages tell us in many places that Shabbat is Gan Eden, it's a peace, simple, peace of Gan Eden. And if we don't feel it, nobody feels it. That means we don't keep Shabbos. Like robots, we do things. We do God's favor, we don't quickly Shabbos. You know why? It's ready already. We don't have to. It says in the Aserta Dibros, in the Ten Commandments, Zachor et Yom HaShabbat Lekadsho. Like it says, not to kill, not to rob. It says, keep Shabbos. What for? What to do? To jump. What to do? To sleep. Sometimes 24 hours of Shabbos, you will haluk bite in the, in the rope. Sleeping rope. That's good level. What is Shabbos? That's Gan Eden? This is what God meant. It says, Zachoret Yom HaShabbat Lekatsho. Make it holy. What's holiness? And what? In our prayers on Shabbos, we say every Shabbos. We should say anyway. We say it. Atai Had, the Shimchai Had. Menuhash Lema She'atahu Rotseba. Such minucha, peace of mind. 
such minucha she'atahu rotzeba. That you, God, want such perfection, such minucha. Not the way we want it. We all read Shabbos. We all love Shabbos. Thank God there is Shabbos. And the time came. I have to stop to work. Thank God. What's that? Social uh, office, something, what? That's why we thank God that we stop working. Menuchash lemasha It's a certain of menucha that Hashem loves it. He wants it. The Gemara say they are very weak in keeping Shabbos. And the Gemara say in Brochus, the end of Masechet Brochus, that even if somebody keeps the whole mitzvah, he is very weak in one mitzvah, especially Shabbos, he's like weak in everything in the whole Torah. The Gemara say in Brochus, Amar Abchanina, Itrapita, if you do a mitzvah berifion with laziness, you leave everything for the last minute. So many people have the custom to leave everything for the last minute. They do it, the last minute. Itrapita. The person says, if you do things berifion, with laziness, beyond sarat tzar kohecha. When you are going to need help from Hashem, I'm going to answer you also with laziness. Slowly. Sometimes it's too late. That's Gemara in Brochus. Itrapita. You did things that heavily, so heavily, so lazy. Okay, I'll do it. I have to do it. I have to do things. So Hashem says, I am going to be lazy when you call me, when you need me. And we do all need God many times. There is unbelievable example how we have to be careful. We just read it this week, Parsha. How we have to be careful from laziness, from being lazy, to push things. The last minute. Because you think you're sick. You think you're tired. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, the last part of Parshas B'Shalak, take Yoshua, take soldiers, go fight Amalek. Destroy Amalek. I want to tell you Amalek was Marines. The biggest, the best army, the strongest army in the, in the world then. Moshe Rabbeinu, old man, got ordered to kill Amalek, to fight Amalek. A war needs preparation. A year, two years, few nights. A war without preparation, it's lost. Hashem told Moshe, go fight Amalek. He didn't tell him when. Moshe Rabbeinu called Yoshua right away, immediately. He didn't wait. Yoshua, Pharaoh and Rashid, get the best people, the tzaddikim. Say lahem Amalek, mahar, tomorrow. We go up the hill, me, you, and others. They're all going to follow us. We all fight in Amalek. Moshe went the first one. He lifted his hand to pray to Hashem. Bayare Moshe Tzedak. To pray to Hashem. To David. He couldn't hold them. He had, he had Khur. He had two people holding his hands. What happened? Moshe was hero. What happened? He couldn't carry his hand to pray to Hashem. The Targum Yonatan ben Uziel. 2,000 years ago. He says over there in that posuk. It's unbelievable. Moshe Rabbeinu got punished. His hands got weakening, got sick. He didn't feel them. He couldn't lift them to pray. Because he pushed the war for tomorrow. Mahar. That's the Targum says. He pushed the mitzvah one day. The war. 
could be done today. Do it now. Don't push it for tomorrow morning. I added something to this Yonatan ben Uzir. It's unbelievable. I said Amalek exists. How Amalek exists? When Amalek appeared to fight? When? They were 40 years at the desert. He heard about them. He never came. When he appeared and came to fight them, to kill them? Bayahanu birfidim. Bayahu Amalek. Hazar saying birfidim berifion. Kevan shirafu yadehem in Torah. Doesn't say the batlanim. They didn't do things. They did it. Berfidim means berifion. What laziness. Bayahu Amalek. The whole existence of Amalek. Is lithium, laziness. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, you coming to fight with Amalek, that its all existence is from lithium, from Atlas, with Atlas, with lithium. Moshe Rabbeinu needs level to push it another day. In his level it's a lithium, even though it's a war, need preparation. Hashem tells you to do something, do it immediately. So he wanted to fight lithium, Amalek with lithium. His hands became weakened too. With weakness, he cannot fight weakness. He got punished. He couldn't lift his hand to pray to Hashem. I spoke at the beginning about Bali Chura. We all can learn Musa from them. I was once surprised. Friday morning, Friday morning, I went to Netanya to some family. I had appointment with the husband in his office. So in his office they told me, Maise Shahaya. So they told me that he's at home. I went to his home. 10 o'clock in the morning Friday. 10 o'clock in the morning Friday in Netanya. I came to that house. 10 o'clock in the morning. Everything was prepared for Kiddush, for Shabbos. Everything. Many children, Bliainara. Many. No excuses. Thank God you have excuses. God forbid Sunday don't. I came to the house. The candlesticks from silver shining. The cup is shining. The table set with the best place in the world I never saw. Beautiful flowers. 10 o'clock Friday. I couldn't believe my eyes. I was 10 o'clock. I left Yerushalayim very early. She told me, the host, she said, maybe you want to eat something. I thought some dairy. At least I have a lot. Some bread and butter. I said, no, I'll eat later. He said, no, don't you want to eat my Shabbos food? Rabbi, I couldn't believe my eyes. Four big pots full with all kinds of food. Ready, prepared already. Everything is ready for Shabbos. Ten o'clock in the morning, Balachuva. Because they didn't see Shabbos 20 years. They saw it the first time. They knew how to appreciate it. You know, many times, you're so tired on Friday with the kids, with your husband, with your neighbors, with the shopping, especially when there's no money to do the shopping. So yeah, it's, so you have to take care of everything. It's impossible almost. So you get into Shabbos, you don't have koichos, any strength to change your clothes and you stay like this for Shabbos. You welcome Shabbos with dirty clothes with the clothes you worked all week with it. You can see the food on the, the, on the dress from the whole week, not only from Friday. He comes from shul with two angels. They disappear. They don't want to stay. 
with the night robe, with the wife, with the alibi, one yours, one your husband's. So the angels disappear. They leave you alone. They give you time, a few weeks to get dressed for Shabbos. It's never late. It's not your fault, but they cannot. I want to ask you. Our sages, I never understood why our sages describe Shabbos like a bride. Come. The Gemara says, I want to ask you, if you Be'ezrat Hashem going to marry your daughter, you under the chupa, you come with that rope? And sneakers? Why not? It's only your daughter wearing it. Only. They're going to break the shidduch under the chupa. Divorce before they get married. Not only the couple divorce, you, your husband too. <laughs> What's that? I saw this today in the Gemara. The Gemara says, Rabba Baravuna, one of the great Gdoilim in the time of the Gemara. Ikla Lebei Rabba Barav Nachman. He came to visit for Shabbos by, they didn't, without preparation. He surprised them. He just, Got in, no telephones, no telegrams, he walked in Shabbos. They put in front of him all kinds of food. Unbelievable. Eight stars hotel. So he told them, listen, Rabbi Barabuna told them, he came without preparation, he didn't tell them. He said, tell me, do you have Ruach HaKodesh? Who told you I'm coming? Such nice Shabbos. Such nice preparation. They told him, dear, Amule, we don't want to hurt your feeling to insult you. We didn't do it for you. Miadiftlan, are you better than Shabbos? If your mechutanet, your mechutanim gonna come with the chatan, how you would welcome them? The best plates, the best tablecloths. Doesn't matter how tired you are. You tired of Shabbos? Shabbos tired of you. No, the dishes is up over there. Leave it. For your mechutelet, it would be Shabbos. Oifruf. We have to do oif Shabbos. Oifruf. Everything the best and the flowers again. Don't go to work today. <laughs> she doesn't sleep all night. And mechutelet. She has guests. Whose guests better? Your family? Your parents from the States? Or your Shabbos from God? Who's more important? How we welcome Shabbos every Shabbos? We don't. We got used to it. We start neglected. We want to feel Olam Abba. We feel the opposite. Because that's, that's how the way we respect Shabbos. We don't respect Shabbos enough. Many times, I went to Shul to Daven, 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock. I see Blia and Ram, many children, kids, fighting with stone, with rocks, fighting, playing, noise. Terrible, terrible jungle. The parents sleeping, they fulfilling Shabbos. Shabbos. Shabbos is not a place to sleep. It's not a rest day, the way the Goyim understand it. The way the friar understand it. That's the Goyim understand, we have to sleep. Shabbos is something else. Everybody knows the story. I want just to emphasize some point there. 
beautiful point. It's true. Everybody knows the story of Yosef Mokri Shabbos. It's a Gemara in Shabbos, Dafkuf Yutet. Even the children now, they sell books with a cow picture, fish, I don't know what. But I want to ask you a real question. Yosef Mokri Shabbos, he loved Shabbos. He didn't have money. He all the time, he bought the best for Shabbos. The best. One day, the hunters, fish hunters, they went to the river, to the ocean, they got a big fish. Everybody knows the story. Very huge fish. And the Gemara in Shabbos emphasizing, this was before that, like as neighbors. Four o'clock, before Shabbos, some people went to shore already. No time to prepare this. And the wife cooked the fish, the fish already. It's cooked. He comes, so the goyim came to the shuk. They said, who's going to buy such a big fish? They said, nobody. No time to cook it. For Shabbos, no frigidors. So they said, somebody said, you know what? There is a Jew. Has the sugars. Anything you do for Shabbos. He doesn't care when and how and how much. Yosef Moki Shabbos. Go to him and buy it. 100%. They came with the big fish. If you would be the wife of Yosef Moki Shabbos, you would throw your husband and the fish outside. Four o'clock, you bring me fish now. You cook it. You be the cook. I have to prepare myself. I have to light the candles. You fight. This fish will destroy your shambais and your Shabbos too. The wife doesn't ask. He took the fish. Please cook a piece. Take a look for Shabbos. Cook something, a small piece. Please. She took it. They opened it right before Lichtbenjamin. And they found the diamond that they say that they got for it 13 homes full with gold for this diamond. She became very rich. Not from the fish. From the love of Shabbat. From the will to do anything for Shabbat. No matter when and how. So yes, I'll do it. Kvot Shabbos. With so much love. So much love for Shabbos. The Gemara say, "Ba'aminemir Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yosi." We ask the question: "Ashirim shebaratzot acherot b'mayim zochim." He asked him a very strange, strange question. He said, "The rich people, and there are very rich people abroad in Chutzlarz. Why they zoche more than the people they live in Eretz Israel to be so rich, so rich?" He told them, "Amarlei." They're so rich because they so much honor, respect the Shabbos. The Amar once I was a guest in Lutkia by some Balabos, not Benteir, not a rabbi. A golden table. Table from gold. Masoi Shisha Sarbne Adam. 16 people had to carry it inside to the living room. And 16 chains from silver around it. The ke'arot, the kosot, the kitoniot, the tzlochiot, the best. The alab kol minem achal, the kol minem agadim, upsanim. Ukshemanehimoto, when they put, they set the table from gold, dishes from gold. They say, la Hashem ha'aretz umloah. Ukshemotlimoto omrim, the ashamayim shamayim la Hashem. The ha'aretz natan ibn adam. He gave us all this to honor him, Hashem. I want to tell you once I was guest in the States by a family for Shabbos. I was the only guest. Not too many people. Friday morning, 
I see a truck coming, a truck, like they bring to big supermarkets when they bring them the vegetables, a big truck, they start unloading vegetables, tomatoes, fruits, uh, boxes, boxes. I thought they had a party or Sheva Brochus or wedding, I didn't know what, bringing, bringing, bringing in, in, I didn't know. I told the Balabais, the Balabuste, I said, you have a party tomorrow, you have a Kiddish tomorrow, I said, no, we have a guest. So I, I'll tell you the truth. I was shocked. I don't eat that much. I eat. Not that much. 25 boxes, the big boxes. So I told them, I thought many other guests, maybe she invited some more families, people. I said, who's the guest? She said, Shabbos. Shabbos is our guest. Any food I tested in the last 50 years was on the table on Shabbos. Any food. I could imagine of was on the table. It's unbelievable that Sogas. Don't think it's a question of money of rich. No. It's rich in mind. It's Rahm Sadat. Matan Adam Yarhiblo, the Apostle Mishnah says. Matan Adam. Hashem is Barak promise if we trust him that far. Hashem says, many places, Levo Alai Vani Porea. The Gemara over there when Yosef Boki Shabbos. The Gemara continued the story that old man, Eliyahu Anovi, met Yosef Moki Shabbos. He told him, Man de Yosef Shabbos, para Shabbos. If you trust your husband, you don't have the money. You trust your boss, you have a boss. You don't have money. Man de Yosef Shabbos, if you trust Shabbos, that Shabbos has the power to give you back the money. Everything, all the, all the money going to get this year. It's announced in heaven. Except. The money you're going to spend on Shabbos. It's hard when you have to go to the store. But if Hashem says it, it works. You have to believe in it. What's Hilul Shabbos? First of all, I said that, that when you're Lechutani coming, ah, you welcome them more than Shabbos. Yeah, we have to say the truth. The Gemara say, Taner Rab Shimon Bar Yochai Oimer, Amra Shabbat Lifnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shabbat complained in front of Hashem Isborah. Ribono Shaloylov, God. Lekulam Natata Ben Zug. Everyone has Ben Zug. Couple. They all two. Beli En Ben Zug. Who's my Ben Zug? Who's my partner? Amar La Hakadosh Baruch Hu Knesset Israel Ben Zuker. Klal Israel. Shabbat is Ben Zug. It's like you marrying Shabbat, Amalka. And if you know, Rab Chizda said, Bo Shabbat Amalka. They used to go out to the field, to the mountains, to welcome Shabbat. Like you welcoming Chosh of a guest. Open the door, put, welcome. Mommy, welcome. Abba, welcome. At the wall, at the ceiling, at the stairs, welcome, welcome. The two weeks he was away. Shabbat only seven days. Doesn't need any signs. What's Hilul Shabbos? We got a very wrong concept about what Hilul Shabbos is. Just to sit and to dream is Hilul Shabbos. The Pesuk say, Min midaber davar. Not to talk divrechol in Shabbos. The Yerushalmi says, the Tosfot brings this Yerushalmi and the Golan Vilna and, and Mr. Sholim at the end, he brings it, he tells his mother and his wife, 
בקושי התירו לומר שלום בשבת בגלל חילול שבס. The psak was not to say שלום, שלום, it's got them, שלום. I'm not going to say שלום, you're going to say I'm sick, sick. Or upset. שלום, they didn't allow to say שלום because חילול שבס, too much talking. Too much talking. The Gemara said that Reb Shimon Bayochai once, he heard his mother talking, not Dvarim Asurim, what to buy. Where did you buy this shaitul on Shabbos? What, are you going to open a store tomorrow? Where did you buy such a nice shenelish, such a nice shul, Shabbos, blah, blah, blah. We point everything but Shabbos. We forget Shabbos on Shabbos. So the Reb Shimon Bayochai told his mother, Mommy, Shabbos today. The Gemara doesn't say Dvarim Asurim. Just... Dvarim yut, extra few words. It's a Shabbos. I saw the Sefer today, hundreds years ago. He says, that's the reason we are in Golos. Shabbat yadu'ahu. Ma'alot shmirat Shabbat ke'ilchato. All the time, Chazal emphasizing to keep Shabbos properly. Ke'ilchato. Ad she'amru Chazal, kol ha'shomer Shabbat ke'ilchato. אפילו עובד עבודה זרה כאנוש מוחלים לו. ועוד אמרו חז"ל, אלמלא שמרו בני ישראל שתי שבתות כהלכתם מיד היו נגלים, ששקולה שבת כנגד כל התורה כולה. ועוד אמרו חז"ל, שאין ישראל נגלים גאולה, גאולה משיח, אין ישראל נגלים, אלא בזכות השבת, only because שבס. We wait for משיח, wait for שבס first. What are you going to take him in? What are you going to... הדבר מוכרח מאוד לשמור את השבת כדי שתהיה הגאולה במהרה בימינו ולא ייתכן, it's impossible להעלות ארוחה ומרפא לנפשנו to solve our troubles, our problems, our goals כי אם בשמירת השבת only because of keeping Shabbos in the right way הגם שנשוב בתשובה even though we all gonna do תשובה I am reading inside הגם שנשוב בתשובה, we all gonna be by the tshuva the way Hashem wants. הכל, הגאולה, תלוי בשמירת שבת. הם בעוון חוללנו. And we involved with a big sin, a big mistake. We all, he says. Which mistake? כמה מאות שנים, already few hundred years already. We all do sin, terrible sin. That prolong our goals, our suffering. ולא נושענו. Even though he says, Ruba de Ruba, Mibnei Yisrael, Kdoishim, Shomre Shabbos. Take a look, a few hundred years ago he says, Even though most of Jews, they keep Shabbos in his days. Kore Omeg, Omnam, Gadol HaKeev, the pain is unbelievable. Al Adabar Shaya Be'ochrenu, destroy us. What, what? Kilon Izharim, Ledaber Divrechol B'Shabbat. We all talk Divrechol B'Shabbat. You can hear it in shul, in the street. Nice day, they're walking. Where did you buy it? You saw her shaitot? You saw her shoes? My husband, the window upstairs broken. Now Shabbos. I don't want to break Shabbos. Well, you did already. <laughs> without breaking Shabbos, without uh, like Shabbos, and you have to fix this to do what Shabbos. You're a Shabbos. Don't talk. Only then, as titanag al Hashem, you can enjoy God and Shabbos. Ki in tishmor tadibur, rak as titanag al Hashem, and then Mashiach would come. And we all don't understand. 
טוקינג, טוקינג. ואפילו בדבר הצריך לאדם, something you very, you need it. כתבו בתוספות שיש למעט, ובקושי, very hardly, התירו לומר שלום בשבת, because דברי חול בשבת. Who doesn't talk דברי חול בשבת? נמצוא חפצך מדבר דבר. I saw people, they come on Shabbat to see the apartment they build again, they finishing it soon. You know, we need your tiles, we need your shayish, we need your this, we need your this. They bring everything but Shabbos. It's mamish isud oraisa. It's mamish isud like uh, driving on Shabbos, a car. Uh, the Yalkut says, I saw the Yalkut says, it's unbelievable, about the way we all dress on Shabbos, sometimes we're lazy. The Alku says, Amru Chachomim in the Midrash, Shmonasar Malbushim, Chayav Adam Lilbosh Meshabes, 18 nice clothes. Chayav Adam Lilbosh Meshabes, 18. El Chazal comparing. Comparing the holiness of Shabbos, exactly when I saw it today, I was shocked. Exactly like the holiness of Hashem is Borach. Hazal saying, Shlosha Kedushotem, Kedushat HaKadosh Borchu, the holiness of Hashem, Kedushat Shabbat, and Kedushat Am Yisrael. Veshloshtan Hashuvot Keachat. The same holiness of Hashem, of God, the same holiness of Shabbat. I want to tell you, We say in Erev Shabbos in the prayer, Ataki Dashta, at Yom HaShvi'i L'Shimcha. Why? Tachlit Ma'aseh Shamayim Ba'aretz. The holiness of Shabbat is the purpose of the whole creation. Ataki Dashta, at Yom HaShvi'i L'Shimcha, Tachlit Ma'aseh Shamayim Ba'aretz. There is a Yalkut. We all afraid from Gog Magog, the world. We all afraid from troubles of before Mashiach comes. Chazal saying, Hazal saying here, I am reading. Amar Abiswa ben Levi b'shom Rapa Kapara. Kol ham kayem shalosh seudot b'shabbat. Nitzol mishalosh pur'aniyot mehevlo shel Mashiach. Medina shel Gienam. Umilhemet Gog umagog. Amar Ab Yohanan. Kol ham ha'aneget ha'shabbat. Notnim lo nahalav li metzarim. Shenemar, az titanag al Hashem. Virkafticha al ba'amotei aret. Ve'achalticha nahlat yawakom avicha. Ki pi Hashem diber. אמר רב יהודה אמר רב, אלמלא שמרו ישראל שבת ראשונה, one Shabbat they would keep. לא שרתה בהם מעולם שום אומה ולשון, ומיד היו נגלים. שבת. רבותיי, we all neglected because we used to be Shabbat. עזרא סופר made a takana alone to start preparation for Shabbat Wednesday. anything you can do now, don't do it tomorrow. everything before. I hope that בעזרת השם יתברך, that this will give us strength to keep Shabbat. The way Hashem wants. Nuchash lemah she'atau rotzeba. We should really all feel Gan Eden. Not just sing it. Me'ay l'olam haba. Feel it. And one thing I want to tell you. It's hard. But if there is a will, there is a way. Shabbat Shalom.